0: This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode 49 of the Good Neighbor Podcast, and today we have Tony Bacos. Now, Tony and I go way, way back, uh, although we didn't know one another, but we kind of lived close back in our Pennsylvania days, so I'm thrilled to have Tony here, and Tony is the owner of of Old 41 Restaurants. So Tony, welcome to the Good Neighbor Podcast. How are you doing? Thank you, Charlie. I'm doing well. Glad to be here. Yeah, it's good to share time with a Pennsylvania boy. It's it's funny that you're the second Pennsylvania uh, person today. Uh, I I spoke with um, a Council Rock native uh, earlier, so... Yeah, well, yeah. If
1: you ever want one Miss Philadelphia and want to see a lot of Philadelphia, just come to my restaurant because we collect them over here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so tell us about the restaurant. Well, Old 41 um, has been in business uh, since 2007, uh, uh, and we have a strong Philly influence. I was, as you know, and stated, I'm born and raised in Philadelphia um i come from a family of greeks who are diner owners so i was born and raised in this business from a very young age um we have hospitality in our blood and um that's what i kind of came down here to do i'm also a real estate broker and so i deal with people as well in that respect and um so we came down basically opened it in 2007 and we have a strong philly influence and because of that we've brought a lot of uh philly transplants to our doors and we've had a lot of philly transplants over the last uh, i guess at this point uh like close to 14 years yeah
0: so we've been here for five years and i finally have run into like a philly place to go exactly. to. this is awesome exactly i've like struck gold here <laughs> so so is that like a place i can go and watch the eagles during football season and all that
1: well, we actually did because it's a breakfast and lunch. We try to stay away from that, but we have the Eagles banners up. There's a, there's a lot of cheering going on. Um, I've got some of my employees who are who are who at Boston, Boston uh, Patriots fans. Oh, boo. That's a New England Patriots fan, So we have a problem with that, but we make her wear her jersey yeah. uh, underneath <laughs>
0: her Phillies uh, her Philly jersey. So <laughs> oh, that is great. That is great. So you you started in the business uh, back. When you were a kid and you worked in the business I and, did. And family, worked your way up? I did. My family
1: was, um, as I said, owned restaurants. My grandfather, great-grandfather, going way back um, in Philly. And, um, you know, it's in my blood. Uh, Hospitality is in our blood. Yeah. If you've ever seen, like, Big Fat Greek Wedding, we like parties and we like food. So that's basically the restaurant business in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah,
0: what, what What's left like, after that, right? Exactly. Exactly. The simple <laughs> things in life. Friends and food <laughs> oh, that is that is great you know it's funny I, I talk to so many uh, folks uh, with family businesses or, or parents with kids and and uh, you know it's it's sometimes the children that's the last place they want to spend their life in the family business and then there's the you know where the direction you went
1: It's not really a, it's more like a lifestyle people think it's really a job or it's work but it's really a lifestyle you live it or it really takes you over. And people who, I think, who get into the restaurant business and are not don't have a family background of it or rudely awakened sometimes either love it or they go screaming for the hills realizing, what did I do? This is a big mistake because people think it's glamorous. And it can be fun at times and it can be very prosperous, but it gets very tedious. And people don't see all the negatives that go on behind the scenes. But it's just a reality when you're in this business, you accept that.
0: Yeah, yeah good with the bear oh, that's awesome so how about myths in your uh, in your world are there any myths that you know folks come in with that you can dispel for our listeners
1: myths well the myths of the restaurant business well i guess the biggest the most common common myth in the restaurant business is, is that it is a glamorous business which uh, is okay. it, you know, it can be but there's a lot of dark side to it you know when when something breaks in the middle of a rush, and you know you've got, it could be something as simple as a toaster. You know you are, you are basically on on the spotlight. You know when you've got a full dining room, um, so it it requires thinking on your toes. It requires thinking on your toes. And the other the other myth is you know that 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 people think. You know, like we're not happy to see our customers and you know, they just do it. And we truly are happy to see our customers. We, we, we thrive off the fact that people are happy. They're enjoying our food and we do everything in our power to really make that, make sure that their, 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 um, experience is enjoyable. And the other thing is people think, Oh, I'm, I guess, yeah, the biggest thing you hear is people say, you know, I do not want to tell the owner that I didn't enjoy the meal. No, we want to know. We actually want to know. We want to know because we want to improve it by telling me about your experience not being positive, I can adjust it and let my staff know what they need to do to ramp it up because that's really, it's, it's honesty is really the best policy. We won't, we won't spit in your food. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. That's the biggest <laughs> We're not going to spit in your food because you send it back.
0: <laughs> that's a good one. Gee. <laughs> yep. yep. hey, you know, my, my wife Barb and I, we've often talked about the challenge because we have a few friends who've gotten into the Restaurant business. It's funny. Uh, uh, I mentioned to you, I'm a Ridley High School grad, and I wrestled. And how many of my teammates? And this was back when you know we would lose ridiculous amounts of weights and weight and starve ourselves in the wintertime to make weight for for the uh, match. Mm-hmm. And how many of those guys went into the restaurant business? Right, right. <laughs> but um, you know, it, it's when you think about. Like, so we ran, we had a chain of health clubs in the Philadelphia area and Mm -hmm. everybody has a bad day. You know, we're human and if a staff person or whomever um, says something, does something, at least our members are going to come back and give us a second chance. But I've often thought, you know, with a restaurant, you're one bad meal away or one bad service experience away from someone never coming back again. And, And that's where, you know, to your point, hey, let us know. Uh you know some of the best restaurants have been where where the whatever you know the g m comes up and asks in a way where you you feel like you're not offending anyone and sharing good input right. positive and negative right right and we want to know before
1: like people run to the social media pages and trip advisors oh. like that. You know, and, and put in a bad experience. Let us know. I mean, we ask every customer. You know, at our cat, I'm usually up at the cashier stand or one of my hosts or my manager. How was everything? We really want an honest answer. We really want to know that you enjoyed the meal. That's really the key. Yeah. That's why we're asking. We were not asking you just to hear you. You say yes. So if there's something wrong, let us know. We'll try to. You know, we we like to know. Yeah. And we like to try to correct it. You know, and make your experience better next time. That's really the key. Because you don't go to a restaurant, you know, not to have a good meal. First and foremost, you're there for the food,
0: and you want. Yeah, to sure. if anybody wants a bad meal, come to my place. I'm happy. <laughs> <to that. laughs> yeah. uh, cool, man. So, obviously, you you spend a lot of time in the place that you love. It's your passion, but you get. To, to have fun occasionally, right? I mean, not the restaurant fun, but other forms of fun. What do you do for fun?
1: Well, I I like um, I like antiques and uh, collectibles. I mean, my girlfriend, um, hunt down estate sales. Um, we also have another business which we also run. So, like, I don't have a full plate enough already. We have a little antique and collectibles store down the street from the shopping center, down the street in the same shopping center, I should say, where the restaurant is. So, if I'm not in the restaurant, I'm running down there to seeing what kind of items she's gotten that's kind of it kind of keeps me my uh my my myself occupied. I like uh, the old stuff. I I from the Philly area, you know there's a lot of old homes. Um I went to uh, Drexel for architecture, so I like the historic stuff. So that's how I got the passion for that. So I kind of tie that. And it's kind of my hobby, although we created a business. She enjoys it, I enjoy it. So it's a nice change from the restaurant business because it's not really hospitality
0: based. so It's a break for me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a little break. Uh, that's that's very cool. So, how about hardship uh, wise? I, mean, I know we're going through the COVID pandemic at the moment. Uh, what comes to mind, personal, business, uh, hardship that you've been able to uh, overcome in life? Well, the
1: biggest hardship I'd have to say, you know, with regards to those, you know, I guess when it's your business and it's your livelihood and that's affected, um, it affects all aspects of your life. I think people are realizing that now um, on a grand scale. Um, but we had a car crash through the restaurant and put us out of business back in, in October of 2015. Oh, my Lord. Yes, I was not sure if you were aware of that, but but no. it, was, uh, it was a horrible, horrible scene. It was a Sunday. We were packed, and uh, one oh. of the regular customers lost control of his car and didn't just crash through the front. He drove all the way through all my customers um, straight through to the back, um, ran over my manager's leg. So that basically was a that was a test for me. Um, at the time it, um, put me out of business for six and a half weeks and the battles ensued with the insurance company, both mine and his, even though I was insured, um, insurance companies just don't like to to pay, Mm. you know, it was a complicated Mm. situation. So I had to rebuild the restaurant, um, on my own steam and it was right before season October, 2015. And that was a busy time, um, for us at the time. So I I lost pretty much the whole preseason. We didn't actually get open until... I think it was close to December, January. It was six, yeah. and a half weeks after that. So that really tested me. Um, I realized that you have an inner strength and you kind of just just do it. Um, luckily, I had the means to open the place back up again. But it was a, it was tough. It was tough. You know, you don't want to when you have something successful and it suddenly stopped, um, you feel it you feel it and you know to have the the, see the pain and suffering of my manager he has now six screws in his leg not to get graphics so he he had a rough time with that and he still works and um you know that that's something it'll always affect me and i'll always have with me i I don't think you can ever overcome something like that you know especially when you're on site and you see what happened but luckily nobody got killed thank god and other than him most of the injuries were just minor so it was a miracle yeah then nobody got nobody wow. got
0: killed at the time, yeah. Yeah, that is definitely something you never it get is over. It crazy. It wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So Tony, what's the one thing you wish our listeners knew about your business?
1: Um, that we're truly um, here to, to make you happy. You know, we're, we're truly um, want you to be pleased when when you come in here. Um, we really believe most of our customers are friends. Uh, we're a local local joint, if you will. Um, but we have people that have recurrently come back year after year and they look forward to um, being here and they look forward to us being here for them. So in that sense, it's sort of like an extended family. Um, and if there's something we can do to, to please you or something you, you like on the menu that you don't see, we're always asking people, what would you like us to, you know, to make it, to bring on the menu or what, what can we do for you to, to make your experience better? Um, our, you know, we've raised families in this business um, both my staff and watching people's kids grow up in this business you know i've been here 15 years so we had infants that are now teenagers and when you've been you your longevity in this business you know breeds uh, very close relationships and it's those close relationships i really cherish and as i get older i see um what drove my dad and my grandfather um, to, to stay in the business as long as they did, they were family-oriented people, and um, I kind of see the, the ties that you that you create yeah. when you're in this business, and that's what I that's what really keeps yeah. us going. Most of the people in here miss that, and they're missing that now because we've been closed to, to, due to the pandemic. Yeah. We're looking forward to really seeing all the all the people come
0: back. Yeah. Yeah. They're waiting for us to It's like, <laughs> it's like your own little uh, community there, right? Your it own really is. Family. it family, really. Is. It's yeah, a
1: socialization yeah. thing uh, for this. It's, it's Even though we're in an area of a lot of tourists, and there's a lot of people that vacation here, and they really look forward to us you know, basically mm-hmm. yeah. um, being
0: here for them. Yep, yep. So, Tony, how can our listeners uh, learn more or get to your place? Where do we send them? We send them
1: to Old 41 in Burnwood Park, where our actual address is 25091 Burnwood uh, Drive, Unit 1. And we're at the corner of Old Forty One and Burnwood Parkway, right in Benita Springs. You can't kind of can't miss us if you're on Old Forty One. We're towards the northern end of Old Forty One. Um, you'll see our sign. We're here every day once we reopen, which is going to be shortly. Um, we're here from 7 a.m. to 2:30 every day, um, including Sundays. And uh, we look forward to seeing everybody and as soon as we can get the, get past this uh, pandemic. We can get some more than 25 percent because right now we're kind of stuck on the 25 percent interior off. Um, wow. Your occupancy rule, so we got to get to fifty percent for us yeah. to reopen. We're looking forward to it. Wow.
0: Yeah. So what's your what's your favorite breakfast dish? We'll end with that. My favorite
1: breakfast dish. I'm I have a lot of favorite breakfast dishes because I'm a carbaholic. <laughs> but I'd have to say we have like probably the best uh, French toast. I'm going to say French toast and waffle. Um, we use Carbons malted Belgian waffles, and we basically tailor up the mix with some added. Wonderful things in there that make it really good. And our French toast is truly American, thick cut French toast. Um, it's both crispy and, and tender inside. Uh, and it's making my mouth water. Oh, just thinking
0: mine it. too. <laughs> bring back memories. Wow.
1: <laughs> All right. Good old classic American food.
0: <laughs> Can't wait till you get back open and I'll bring barbara over for uh, breakfast. I look forward to meet you, seeing you in person. Tony, thanks for being a part of the show and we'll see you real soon.